What's up, guys? Last episode of the week. Um, today is Thursday, October 7th, episode 182, and I have Robert Powers, the head of strategy for VideoCoin. VideoCoin allows creators to create their own NFT marketplace. They're also creating NFTs that are multi-use. So you can put in photos, you can put in videos, you can put in music, um, and they're really helping pioneer what NFTs can do from a utility perspective. You guys will really enjoy hearing more about them. So with that said, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with somebody that you think would like to learn more about blockchain, Robert Powers, and VideoCoin. Enjoy. All right, Robert, welcome to the Blockhash podcast live. Happy to have you here. What's up? Hey, yeah, no, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this podcast. I um, I listen to it and then I like um, try to contact your, your people. I've done that like two or three times. You're kind of like you're kind of like business development for me in a way. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Who have you tried contacting? Um, so, um, there was the, um, there was the companies doing like the, the, the book public publishing power fan, uh, reached out to them. Um, a couple oh, okay. weeks ago. yeah, it's, it's great. No, I mean, it's, it's, you know, as where we are as a company, like, um, as we're trying to establish what we're doing in some of our use cases, it's great. It's great to have, you know, kind of this connection to the community that you kind of surface. It's really, uh, it's really helpful. Yeah, of course. How long have you been in the community for? Um, so I've been with VideoCoin um, for um, for about two years, um, and that kind of that kind of maps um, a little bit of my my um, my time in the community. Maybe a little bit before that, but I'm I'm traditionally uh, my background is in like traditional traditional entertainment first on the content side, and then um, I began to work kind of like in technology strategy um, for some of the some of the studios like Sony and 20th Century Fox and. And it's through kind of the technology strategy. You know, I was doing like, um, I was doing things like um, VR, AR, 5G. And then that's what kind of got me into some initial blockchain. And so I, I, I joined the company here like two years ago. Um, it's really great. I mean, like um, we're, we're at this moment um, where a lot of things are um, becoming adjacent to traditional media, right? And, and whether it's these kind of convergence of all these technologies, whether it's things like VR, AR, 5G, and then of course, all of the, you know, decentralization through, through blockchain. And now obviously NFTs being, you know, coming from that. It's, um, it's a, it's a really interesting time for entertainment. I mean, for me though, like, um, you know, when people ask like, what, what was the crypto moment for you? Um, for me, it wasn't necessarily, um, you know, the, the, much of the DeFi, I, I just couldn't, I never really wrapped my mind around that, but it was when, when I started to see some of the, the effects that decentralization has on, on content creation, monetization, distribution, things like that. That's what, that's what really kind of piqued my interest. Yeah. What, what did you do before, you know, video coin? Did you have any experience in the video industry before, or is this kind of new for you? Yeah. So, um, so for the, so I, I worked like, um, it was like technology strategy. So, so for, for the studios, um, I started in kind of data analytics for Sony. Um, I was working on, um, like content in the post theatrical window. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that kind of led me to, um, a role in VR. I, I joined 20th Century Fox to help kind of launch their VR unit through this thing called the Fox Innovation Lab. 
And once we kind of launched the, the VR unit, um, then I started working on other technologies. And, and really what, what we were doing is we would look at new technology and try to try to figure out how to incorporate it into, into the studio, whether it was like a technology for new content creation or a technology for marketing or technology for distribution. We were all trying to figure out what these what, what effects these technologies could have on like a very traditional studio business. And that's and that's um, doing that kind of stuff is when I first started looking into blockchain. Got it. Um, so, okay, what what is video coin exactly? Like I've dig into it, dug into it a little bit. Um, I've heard a lot of people trying to figure out how to combine video and NFTs, um, as, as well as music and NFTs and all this stuff that you know sure. every direction people want to take it. Um, what what is it exactly? What what are you guys aiming to do? So so video coin. Um, um, we, we've really been working on VideoCoin um, since 2018. We, we officially launched in 2020. Um, and VideoCoin was kind of initially positioned as a decentralized solution for video processing. Um, so, you know, we're a proof of stake uh, native blockchain. We have like 1,200 workers around the world. Workers is what we refer to as miners. Um, and, um, and they, you know, very kind of cost effectively um, would do this this video processing work. But what we saw was, you know, beginning like um, now about a year ago, um, we we started seeing what was happening in the NFT space, mainly around, you know, NFTs and JPEGs, NFTs and digital art. Um, and we knew, um, given some of our, our pedigree, like a lot of us come from um, video and entertainment. Um, our, our CEO and founder, Halsey Miner, he started CNET back in the day. He was like um, second investor in Salesforce, like one of these like real serial entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. And so what we began to, to see in the NFT space, or, or at least the, 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 the opportunity for, was not just NFTs as a JPEG, but what would NFTs as, as video be? I mean, we, you know, we, we think video is a very compelling media experience. So we just kind of thought that naturally NFTs would, would eventually go there. Oh yeah, they're definitely going to go that direction one way or another. I've had a few people reach out to me asking how they can combine video or movie projects with NFTs, and I'm I'm never quite sure how to answer that question. Yeah, um, but what what is a video NFT like? What does that you know entail? Well, so I mean, I think the the first the you know the easiest way to kind of grasp is is, is what like um, NBA Top Shot is doing, right? Mm -hmm. um, where um, you know you buy the NFT, you get access to uh, a video clip. One of the things that that our platforms really really primed for though is is even expanding um, that video use case. So so we can definitely do short video, um, but even being prepared to do much longer video, much larger sizes. Um, but but in fact, we you know video was just kind of like our foundation. We we actually are building um, NFTs with all media. So the NFTs that we cre we create are. Um, you know, any type of binary code, essentially, we can turn into an NFT, whether it's, um, um, you know, um, video files, MP3, MP4, waves, um, 3D files, all of that we can we can make an NFT out of. And, and maybe what I should maybe what I should um, maybe what I should start with is just kind of like what what our platform does and give you kind of a brief description of what of yeah, what we sure. do. So. Um, so video coin, um, essentially what we've created is like a white label um, software solution that allows any content creator or content platform or brand or retailer to like immediately set up um, an NFT marketplace 
mint NFTs, sell NFTs as like a as like a consumer product. So, so like Brandon, like we could, um, you know, pretty immediately we could set up, um, you know, blockhashnft.com or brandonzempnft.com, um, and we could be selling, you know, this video for example um, as an NFT. I like so the sound this of that. <laughs> yeah, let's, 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 let's do it. Um, so this is this is like a um, it's it's a it's a it's like a white label solution. We're like back end um, and the capabilities that we allow um, would usually take you like 10 to 12 months to, to set up on your own. Um, and literally, we can do this for you in like 15 minutes. So so like our first the first thing that we we do when we when we talk to content creators or brands is. Um, you know, if you want NFT capabilities, we can we can set you up. And again, we're kind of like um, we're the back end. So you you maintain like the front end of your storefront. You maintain your branding. We just give you those capabilities. Now, when it comes to um, the actual NFT itself, we also we also do some really novel things there as well. Um, we have this idea of the expansive NFT because we really see that NFTs are going to go the way of like very compelling full media experiences. So we have a few features that we've that we've kind of um, innovated that make, you know, what we think is like um, the next generation of NFT. We call this NFT plus. So just to kind of give you um, an example of that, um, some of the features, for example. So as I mentioned, first off, um, the NFTs we, we create are like all types of media. Um, but but in addition to that, um, we have this feature that's like a, a multi-asset NFT. So um, what I mean by that is like we kind of view the NFT as a container that into the NFT, you can put like multiple pieces of media. So it's not like one NFT equals one JPEG or one NFT equals one video, but you could put like multiple videos, multiple JPEGs, most, multiple audio files, like in any kind of like really limitless um, combination into your into your NFT, and so you know we think this like is going to really contribute to people like content creators really thinking like okay what is this sandbox that we can play in like what what how can I pull these different levers with these different pieces of media to create like really really novel um, NFT experiences and so that's what we're that's what we're really focused on. Got it. So it's like a bucket almost, like an NFT bucket, and you throw oh. in some MP4, some MP3s, and um, make gives it a little bit more diversity, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And and there's some other um, there's some other kind of levers as well. Like um, we we've built the whole we've built the whole platform on this like DRM method methodology, which essentially means for each piece of media that you put in this bucket, um, you could you could permission it differently. So for example, like which and when I say permission, it really what I mean is you could like lock it or unlock it or make it viewable or not viewable to like the general public. So like, for example, um, if when you were selling the NFT um, and in that NFT, you have video and JPEG or whatnot. If when you're selling the NFT, if you only wanted the JPEG visible, um, then you could essentially block the video um, and you wouldn't that wouldn't be available until someone bought the NFT. Or even if you owned the NFT, um, you could block what pieces of those what 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 pieces of media were actually visible. So, this is another kind of feature that shows some of the variety and flexibility with which we're trying to think of the NFT as a media experience. Got it. So you guys are essentially allowing, I guess, like creators to have their own NFT marketplace, correct? Like, for example, being a podcast, uh, Blockhash could have its own. 
NFT marketplace where it's um, putting out these NFT buckets to have all this stuff in it. More yeah, or less, that, how it works. That, that's absolutely right. So, um, like, literally, we would we we could set you up with blockhashnft.com. Um, it would be like all of your branding um, on kind of the front end, mm -hmm. and then we're doing the entire back end stuff. And so you would go into like our interface. Um, you would start to set up your NFT. You would be like, okay, I want to put, you know, these three pieces of video in. I want to put um, these these audio files, and I've got a great JPEG. So you put that all in the bucket. Um, you permission them differently. Um, you know, you click you click mint, and then on blockhashnft.com um, is you know maybe this this video um, as an NFT. And then, and then, and then there's actually one other kind of really cool thing we do is that um, we have this feature that the NFT is actually updatable. Um, so even after you mint the NFT, or maybe even after I bought the NFT, or even sold it to someone else, um, you as the original content creator could continue to put media into the NFT. So it becomes this like um, persistent way to communicate with your fans, and it, and it really opens up some really novel kind of like monetization pathways as well, like the NFT as a subscription model and all of these really interesting things. So, you know, it's like very generally, we want to enable content creators to step into this world of NFTs and be able to craft NFTs, you know, in kind of a full way, you know, to, to the extent that their imagination allows them to craft them. Yeah, I, I like that angle, being able to almost put like a subscription on an NFT or an NFT that almost... Um, represents a subscription where, you know, they're getting different content, it's getting updated, maybe on a weekly basis, maybe on a monthly basis. I can imagine throwing podcast episodes in there, updating them, um, some premium ones. Um, what, what about like real time data or stats or files? Um, like someone wanted to create like a sports card, for example, that updated stats in real time throughout like a game or something like that. Is that possible to do as well? Or is that a little bit farther down? Yeah, let me just um, let me just write that idea down. Hold on. Um, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so data is actually going to be a big component of this. And you know, I think I think what we're seeing with NFTs is that um, the the way that these things can kind of be living in persistent experiences, particularly you know the way that communities build around them. That I think I think real time interactions um, will certainly be a part of of what we can build as an NFT. I mean. Um, you know, even if you're talking about things like live streaming and, and things like that, then then absolutely. Again, if, it, if it's a digital file, um, if, if it has some binary to it, um, we can throw it into the container or the bucket. Yeah. Is that something you guys are looking to do or is that just kind of like an idea on the notepad somewhere? Well, so our, our you know, our, as, as I mentioned, like our original um, conception of um, a video coin was as this um, um, decentralized video processing. Um, and, and live streaming um, was part of our was part of our capability set. Um, where we are right now, um, it, that's that's more of a of a roadmap feature. Um, what where we are is we we actually today we we just um, we just released our beta version um, that that um, has some of these some of these features that that I've mentioned. But but we also have obviously a longer a longer roadmap as well. How does live streaming play into NFTs? Look, I mean, I think with a lot of things with NFTs, um, you know, there's 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 this idea like so. So one one example I like to use sometimes is, is 4G. Right. Um, like back in the day when when 4G came out, there was this idea that like um, 4G was going to be faster. It was going to be more data. Um, and, you know, OK, cool. 
um, faster, faster speed, more data um, sounds great. But, but at the time, like we couldn't conceive that 4G would lead to um, things like Netflix and Uber um, and, and those type of businesses. And so I think we're in a very similar spot now with, with NFTs where, um, you know, we all have a general sense of the capabilities and the, and the advantages that they're bringing. And now it's about getting like very imaginative people, content creators to come in, play with the tools, play in the sandbox um, and see what can and see what can be built. And so that's essentially what, what we want to enable. We want to give people that sandbox to play. Yeah, live streaming feature would be kind of interesting. Totally. It, it's funny with NFTs. Like, I understand it really well, and I understand everything in the space really well. But there's always new things that crop up, um, even on a daily basis. And I'm just like, Absolutely. you can do that. You, that's that's an, that's possible. You can live stream with an NFT. You can well, I mean, make an NFT with all the stuff in it, or yeah, I mean, um, even in the even in the sense that you know the the idea of the NFT as a as a ticket or a passport. I mean, mm -hmm. um, I mean that that seems like to me um, kind of a logical implementation for things like live streaming. You know, it's not it's not mm -hmm. just um, when you build an NFT, it's not just the the um, discrete media experiences that are actually you know um, um, put in some decentralized storage and then and then the the token is on the blockchain, but it's also um, the additional access that it gives you to further experiences, whether those are experiences in real life or, or maybe even, maybe even a ticket to a, to a streaming experience. Got it. Um, on, on the back end, or I guess maybe on the foundation of it all, are you, I saw you guys are integrating with Filecoin too. It, so is that, um, in an effort just to be more decentralized or does there some added benefit or perk to, to working with them doing it uh, generally? Yes. I mean, but what we're, what we're specifically solving, um, is this idea of, um, of breaking or vanishing NFTs. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, we, we, we see this on a daily basis that, that people, um, you know, spend, spend the money on these NFTs and then, and then the, and then the link is broken to the, you know, to the actual media. Um, or they vanish, or you have the rug pulls. Got it. So what we wanted to do was develop this concept of um, we call it a resilient NFT, and the the idea behind a resilient NFT, it, it, there's really kind of two sides of the house. Um, first off, there's the there's what we do on um, the Video Coin Network, which is um, the DRM methodology that I mentioned. We can encrypt um, on on the chain um, the token that has kind of like your um, public Ethereum address, for example. And that's put into a metadata profile that links to our storage location, which is done through um, Filecoin. So it's kind of this combination of a strong DRM methodology with decentralized storage where the media is actually held um, that, that, that really produces this idea of resiliency for an NFT. Got it. Yeah, I guess that is important too. having that resiliency and, you know, knowing that that NFT isn't going to get rug pulled or isn't going to change or something's going to happen to it. Totally. Um, I mean, I think I think like, you know, the, the basis of some of the things we're doing here is thinking of NFTs as um, an alternative for content distribution and monetization for creators. And, you know, there's all of these concepts behind, um, you know, the, the creator economy and things like that. And some of that is Kind of dependent upon these ideas that when um, you have a piece of content and you're sharing that with your audience that there is perpetual benefit that that creator can get and that all depends on this idea of nfts and their longevity being able to track an nft from one owner to the next and how you know how royalties um, slide back up to the original creator and that that all depends on this idea that these nfts can't can't vanish or break it's extremely important 
Oh, yeah. Let me ask you a, a more bigger picture question. And I ask almost everyone this because I like hearing different opinions on where they think NFTs are going. And it, NFTs are just such a great tool um, on blockchain that it can be used for so many different things. But where do you think the future of NFTs are going? Um, you know, not just in, you know, the rest of 2021 or maybe even 2022, but, um, you know, going forward more long term, how do you see NFTs really fitting into society, um, wh whether it's with creators or gaming or, you know, tickets and venues or uh, live streaming or videos or what you guys are doing? What, what direction do you think it's eventually going? I mean, I, I think with anything, it's like all of the above, right? And I know that's kind Probably. of, I know, that, I know that's kind of cheating, but, but, you know, so I, as opposed to like thinking like, um, um, okay, will, will um, filmmakers use this or will, you know, video game creators use this? Um, will authors use this? Like, you know, yes, yes, and yes. Um, so, you know, I, I think, I think what we get excited about the NFT for is that, that it is this kind of new palette for, um, for content creators and, and, you know, like I said, even brands to create these new type of experiences that really connect them to their audiences. And so instead of like, you know, maybe answering your specific question, um, one way I like to think about this is um, start to bring in those concepts of what it really means um, for a Web3 platform and, and content and entertainment on a Web3 platform. And so, you know, in, in my mind, this is going to transform um, not only content creation, but also content consumption. And so maybe if I, I'll just lean into these a little bit, like on the content creation side, um, and, and this is, this is what really sparked in my mind. Um, you know, th this is, this is what like pulled me into the rabbit hole, right? Um, you see, you see what some of these communities are doing, um, like board apes and crypto punks and, and yes, it's like great to own, you know, the actual media, it's great to own the art. It's, you know, it's beautiful art. It's really interesting art. Um, but it's those communities and what they're doing underneath them that is extremely fascinating in terms of content creation. And some of this is like, um, you know, content creation by community. So it really like, it really, it really revolutionizes the way we think about like, um, what is an original IP? What are the derivatives? Who owns it? Um, who has access to it? Who should benefit from it? All of this stuff is is um, is game changing. And then, you know, on the consumption side, um, you know, we're so used to um, when we want to watch a piece of content, we give that content like our our money and our time. And and what we get from that is some enjoyment. And for for most of our history, that's been fine. Like we, we haven't known anything different, really. Um, but now with things like NFT, yes, we'll still, you know, give our, our time and, and our money. Um, but, but, but now we have utility to gain from it. We we're, we're essentially, um, it, we, we own an asset, right? We haven't, we, we, we now, when we buy an NFT, not only, not only are we getting entertainment from it, but we also have the potential to, to own this asset that can increase in value. And I, and I think this is extremely powerful because, um, you know, for the first time with our entertainment, we have the ability to um, to participate in the in the upside of a of like a shared endeavor. And I and I think that that is um, I think that's one of the most compelling statements you can say about about NFTs and, and what it means for how we've traditionally thought about content creation. Let me ask you a more specific question as well. What about social media? Um, 
And since you're, you know, kind of part of, you know, NFTs, obviously, in the industry with video coin and, you know, helping innovate what NFTs can be and what they can do, um, do you think that this is like, from a content perspective, the way, you know, the future of content might go maybe towards um, being helpful for a decentralized type of social media, like a decentralized Twitter or decentralized Instagram? Um, do you think maybe maybe possibly Facebook, Instagram, Twitter might want to use NFTs as well? Or do you think that this is better fit for like a decentralized platform? I just have a really strong feeling that it's going to go that direction very quickly. Yeah. And look, I mean, those, those ideas are out there, right? I think, I think um, you don't have to get, you know, too far into, um, into discord to, or, or, um, or, you know, NFT Twitter to see people um, talking about some of these concepts. Um, you know what's fascinating to me um, is that one of the one of the most creative industries of the past twenty years um, has been memes, right? Mm -hmm. um, and for for the history of memes, you haven't been able to properly credit the creative provenance of that. Um, and and memes is such a generative community community run kind of creative endeavor, and yet um, it's all been done essentially for for free. And so, you know, you take a platform, for example, like like TikTok, like an extremely creative place. Um, what what TikTok has done, like the the sandbox that TikTok has enabled for creativity, um, is is absolutely amazing. Um, but um, you know, except for the except for the very few, a lot of that creativity um, you can't track the provenance of it. Um, creators aren't aren't. Um, you know, they don't benefit from their creative from their creative spark. And I think the same goes for um, for platforms like Facebook and Twitter. And so, you know, for the first time with with NFTs and blockchain, um, a content creator doesn't have to in order to get distribution of their media, you know, whether it's um, a film that I've made or even just photos that I want to share. For the, in order to get massive distribution, I don't have to seed over co-ownership. Um, and so, you know, whether these centralized platforms adopt some um, NFT integration, as you know, we've seen TikTok do or announce over the past over the past week, um, or whether ultimately all of this moves to some kind of decentralized social media platform. Um, I think the main point is that these new models are going to make everyone change how they think about, um, you know, what it means to be an owner and creator of content, what it means to share that content, and then, you know, and then ultimately how um, how people in the community should benefit from it. Yeah, yeah, I think monetization is going to be a huge, huge component of it. There's so many huge um, social media influencers and creators out there that really don't make much money or don't really? make anything. Some of them do it all, you know, completely for free. Um, I, I feel like monetization is a huge part of maybe where NFTs can go in ter um, terms of content creation and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, anyways, how can people learn more about video coin how can they keep up with it um and stay on top of you know what's on the roadmap what you guys got coming up do you have a do you guys have a blog do you have a do you have a community do you have a discord or a telegram Where's yeah yeah on all, um, all of those so um okay. so our our um our website is video videocoin.io um our twitter is videocoin hq like like headquarters um we have our our telegram which is at videocoin 
um, you can see all of our stuff there. And then, and then, you know, obviously check out our, our medium spot as well. It's medium, medium.com forward slash video coin. As I said, we just released our, um, the, the beta version of our platform today. We're going to have demos up there. It's a great place um, to kind of start and get a sense of what we're doing. Okay, got it. Is it videocoin.io or videocoin.network? So I get um, videocoin.io. Videocoin videocoin.network goes to the same place, but um, but video videocoin.io. Okay, got it. Cool. Um, anyways, Robert, thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast and elaborate more on what you guys are doing with videocoin and NFTs. Um, it, it's very exciting. It's probably my favorite niche in across blockchain and crypto just because it's um so crazy everything from art and collectibles to you know, where they're trying to push it and all the celebrities that are jumping in and the athletes and i feel like it's gone more mainstream than bitcoin sometimes so absolutely i mean look it's 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 nfts in a way are, is is bringing everyone in right it's like it's like the it's like the harbor um or the port for for um you know blockchain and 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 crypto it's um, and, and it's because it's entertainment and it's media. So people can really connect to that. So, so absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're super excited and fortunate to be where we are. Absolutely. It's, it's like the bait and hook in this industry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, um, appreciate it. Thank you for com coming on. Um, stay on for just a second so I can talk to you. Otherwise talk again in the future. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Brandon.